What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 109 of the Tatiana Harness Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. I have Bryce, who's on the other side. You guys can't quite see him, but you should be able to hear him. (laughs) Um, Hello, everyone. So today we're going to be going over some of the WNBA free agency and some of the stuff that's been happening. Um, Bryce has been a huge supporter of the podcast, and he also follows women's basketball a lot in general. And so, um, Bryce, you want to give a quick intro? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Lily just walked in the room. Lily, you want to say hi? Hi. (laughs) Lily, you're the goat. He says you're the goat. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so going back to this, Bryce, would you like to give a quick intro of yourself and also why you follow women's basketball so much? Um, well, really, it kind of started during the pandemic um, because up to up to most of my life, I've been a big baseball fan. So I watched baseball my entire life, and then eventually I got into basketball because I live in Florida and. Dwayne Wade spent practically his entire career here, so I had someone that I, you know, loved since I was a child. And throughout the time, no one really talked about women's basketball much to me, so I was not really aware of any players or really anything going on. And then um, one day during the pandemic, when there were no sports on, I was going through channels. They were showing WNBA classics. And because I was desperate to watch any kind of basketball, I just turned it on, and it was the uh, the Storm versus uh, Mercury. Mm. I think it was I think it was twenty seventeen. It was a game Sue Bird had her mask. Yeah. And so, yeah. So then um, I ended up watching the game, and because it's because I haven't seen the game before, I'm I'm watching the game. At, I'm reacting to it as if it's live. And of course, Sue Bird hits in the fourth quarter. Hits clutch shot after clutch shot after clutch shot and I'm watching like these are actually some pretty tough shots she's making and when it matters most and so I'm like I'm gonna start watching more I'm gonna start watching more women's basketball when it's on and from there on out uh I became a huge super bird fan I bought her jersey and I also own a Brianna Stewart shoe I've been a fan that's how I began a fan of women's basketball that's awesome I love that. I know definitely during the pandemic is when, um, that's when I started this podcast actually was during the pandemic. And, um, so yeah, women's basketball needs to be talked about more. And that's something that I'm trying to do with my platform for sure. Cause it definitely needs to have more eyes. There's so many good games and so many great college games this week, this past week, which we won't get into that. Cause there, that'd be a whole long conversation. <laughs> Okay, so first thing we're going to get into is um, top, we're going to get into WNBA free agency. So ESPN, um, Steve Pelton, he put out the top 15 free agents in his opinion, and Bryce and I, we also made our own list. And so um, the first thing I'll do is I'll say the player um, that ESPN has first, and then after that, Bryce will go to your opinion, and then my opinion, and then we'll move on to the next one. Does that sound good to you? Yes, sounds good. Awesome. Okay, so right now ranked at number one, we have Brianna Stewart, who is currently still with the Seattle Storm, but she is having multiple conversations with other teams. This would be crazy wherever she goes. Bryce, who do you have at number one? I would assume Brianna Stewart. (laughs) Yes, I I also have Brianna Stewart at number one. 
I agree. Where do you think she's going to go? I have a feeling she's going to go to New York for some reason. I have a good feeling she's also going to go to New York because I keep on hearing that she's from New York. Yeah. But I don't know if the Supermax comes into play Mm -hmm. because the only team that can offer her the Supermax is the uh, Storm. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want New York because I want Sabrina to have help. Right? Okay. And then Sabrina, Jonquil Jones, and Brianna Stewart would be insane. I mean, obviously, it might be a little rough at the beginning because they're still getting to know each other and everything because there's not much time until WNBA really starts. Um, but that that three would be incredible. Mm-hmm. And then her other option is also the Minnesota Lynx, right? I know that that's another team in consideration. Um, I can't really see her in a Lynx jersey, though, for some reason. Like, I don't see it at all. I can't picture it either, but they need a center because Sylvia Fowles just retired. Mm-hmm. So, maybe, but I don't know. Again, I can't picture her in a Lynx uniform. <laughs> Me either. I say she's either going to New York or she's staying in Seattle. I say those are, like, the main two things, in my opinion. Okay, so at the... I agree, and I'll... Oh, no, go ahead. You go. <laughs> oh, um, the Mystics were another option. Right, that's right. I don't see that either, though. <laughs> I don't either, because they have Shakira Austin, and I think she's going to be a yeah. good center this week. I really do. Mm-hmm. Jed and Preston rookie year, one that I, one I didn't see coming. So I want to see her develop with Elena Deladon and see where that goes. I completely agree. I completely agree with that. Okay, so now we're moving on to the number two spot. ESPN has Brianna Jones, who is still currently with the Connecticut Sun. Um, I personally don't know her other options. There hasn't been much uh, communication and talk about her, really. Um, But she is in the number two spot. Bryce, who do you have in the number two spot? I got Candace Parker. Oh, wow, okay. Why do you have her at number two? I got Candace Parker. Because, uh, actually... I saw something and uh, saying that she's gonna that she's taking a meeting with the Aces. Oh, I saw and something so, about that too. Yeah, so I am very curious because I know the Aces. Ever since they um, whether they fired or whether Bill Lambeard decided not to coach, whatever the decision was, mm-hmm. um, I've seen them put Aja Wilson at center a lot. Yeah, and I go, so I can only imagine if she actually went there. To the eight, if Candace Parker went to the Aces and actually got an actual center who can also shoot threes and put, leave Aja Wilson at the floor, right? Oof, that would be tough. Yeah, would. Plus, since Las Vegas just lost or just got rid of Dierica Hamby too, being another their another main big for them, so it would be a really tough team. That's for sure. So, for me, at my number two spot, I actually agree. I have Brianna Jones. Um, (laughs) The reason being is because Brianna Jones is still, like, really young. She's only 27. And um, for the Connecticut Sun, it's always, like, Jonquil Jones. And Brianna Jones, her name's gotten in there a little bit um, lately. But I just feel like she makes such a, like, big impact for for Connecticut. And if she can do that while also having an MVP star center... And she's still doing, like, her own thing, getting defensive stops, uh, offensive uh, boards, stuff like that. Then I feel like she could be, like, a good for, fit for any other team. Because most could argue that John Paul Jones is probably the best center in the game. Um, that Like, right now. Um, 
But I'd say um, that's why I have Brianna Jones at number two. She's still young, um, and she impacts the game a lot. Okay, now number three spot, ESPN has Candace Parker from the Chicago Sky. I know you already gave your thoughts on Candace, but um, who do you have at number three? I got Brianna Jones. Okay, so we're like right there. We're pretty close then. Because <laughs> yes. for me, at my number three spot, I have Candace Parker. So we're just a little switched around. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we don't really need to speak much on that. At the number four spot, this is where it starts to get interesting. Um, at number four on ESPN, it's Courtney Vandersloot, who's also currently um, still with the Chicago Sky. Who do you have at number four? I also have Courtney Vandersloot at number four. And so do I. <laughs> I do too. Where do you think she can go, though? Because I personally, um, I haven't seen anything about her. Have you? Because I have not. Like any talks or anything? I haven't either. Okay. I have, but um, because I haven't heard any talks, it allows me to uh, live in a world where, you know, live in a fancy world where she could possibly go. And I <laughs> yeah. think if, if, um, good guy, I'm stuttering. If Brianna Stewart signs with Seattle, I think Corny Vanessuit would be a good replacement for Stewart because she's yeah. a good passer, so she'll so she'll get um Stewart and uh, Jewel Lloyd in their spot where they need to be. Mm-hmm. So I see a good fit, and I also help her playing with Chicago. Yeah, that's where she just was, and she plays very well. Mm-hmm. She's great at the at those no look passes. I, I so good. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she's insane. I feel I if I can recall correctly, I thought I saw something saying that like. Um, something about Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot's uh, decisions being like uh, something off of each other. Uh, how do I word this? I think I saw something where it's like Brianna Stewart has like a little Brianna Stewart's decision has a little bit of something to do with Courtney Vandersloot's decision, or opposite way around. I thought I saw something about that. I don't remember who it was from though, so I don't want to say officially. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it'd be interesting because Courtney Vandersloot hasn't been talked about in free agency yet. And wherever she goes, I mean, she's a top guard in the league. She should definitely be talked about more. And it'll be interesting wherever she goes. Right, because also, um, this is a name that's not even on the list for me, but um, Allie Quigley, who's also, I mean, obviously they're married and everything, but I feel like um, Allie Quigley is also a free agent. So if Courtney Vandersloot goes somewhere, then they could also get Allie Quigley as well if you think of it in that sort of way but okay at the number five spot um they have or espn has Brittany griner from the phoenix mercury at number five who do you have at number five i also have Brittany griner you do okay why do you have her at number five uh i don't know um i heard after brianna stewart came out with some Something uh, her decision making having to do with charter flights. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else came up with Brittany Grinder. I think somewhere along the same lines, and so I'm wondering what the Phoenix Mercury are going to do in terms of charter flights, which is I still can't believe they're actually doing that. But I know ridiculous. Um, but it it makes me wonder if how it makes me wonder if she could possibly go anywhere which I hope she doesn't. I prefer she stays in Mercury with Me Diana too. Rossi and with Skylar Smith. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I I have personally feel like she's going to stay with Phoenix. Um the Mercury, I just don't see, especially like with all the attention her way this season since she's going to be playing, I don't see why the Mercury don't re-sign her as well or re-offer her a contract. So I see that. For me, in my number five spot, I actually have <laughs> I actually have Emma Meesman from the Chicago Sky, and I'll give you a reason. So she's um twenty-nine, and if you could tell, like I'm really um focused in on age on this as well. Because I feel like age has a big factor to do with it. The reason why I have Emma Meesman high is because um, she had an excellent season for the Washington Mystics, not last year, but the year before. And um, for Chicago, she was kind of like, I don't want to say sixth man, but she didn't have like that big of a role for Chicago. Because, right, you have Candace Parker... Um, Courtney Vandersloot, and then you also have, like, Stephanie Dolson, who is playing center, so you already have two bigs right there, in which Emma Meesman, she can really play any position, but she's uh, mainly a small forward, power forward, so I feel like this season, she just didn't really, um, get a chance to do a whole lot, but I still think, like, her talent's there, and you can look back and, um, see, like, the stats from the, when she played for the Washington Mystics and how big of a role she had for them, so... I feel like any team that gets her, um, she's definitely should be in the starting position, but um, overall, and plus, didn't she play, I'm pretty sure she played overseas this year too, so she's still been playing and everything, there's no doubt she's gotten better, so that's why I have Emma Meesman at number five. Wow, that's actually interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, at the number six spot. Um, ESPN has, I always pronounce her name wrong, but Tiara McCowan from the Dallas Wings. Um, who do you have at number six? I got Enrique Akumbuwale. Okay. I'm sorry, my bad. Oh. Wait, well, I just... Akumbuwale. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I got Neka Akumbuwale. Okay. How come, how come that high? I know ESPN's got her range lower. Um, well, I saw her perform at, at an MVP level last year, and um, I don't know, I, I don't remember when to do a coaching change in the middle of the season or before the season with the whole Derek Fisher situation, but um, I know that uh, they had to go do a change at center because uh, Liz Campage left. Yeah. And so, despite all that, she put up amazing numbers, and she was the rebirth for winning games. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. That's all better there. Yeah, I like that. And it, oh, if, if you are if you are a team that's in win mode now, then you should be looking to sign her. Yeah, plus, and since she is getting, like, a little bit older, I mean, I'd say the she's um, coming towards the end of her season, so I feel like some of her best performances are going to be end up being this year and next year, so this would be, like, a perfect time to have her. Mm-hmm. Especially with her IQ. She's, so, she's such a smart player. For me, at number six, I have Brittany Griner. We basically just spoke on this, but um, obviously with the Phoenix Mercury. So we can move on from that. Okay, at number seven, ESPN has Emma Meesman from the Chicago Sky. Who do you have at number seven? I got Tina Charles. Tina Charles, okay. How come? Oh, I... I just think that despite she is old, somewhat showed her age, I still think she um a good offense that could ace, especially 
since there are now a few percent that are that are free agents, mm-hmm. if you swing game people, then you awards. You know, Charles would be a nice fit for the for those teams. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. At number seven, I have um, Neka Agumake, um, just because I was deb- wait. Yeah, okay, yeah, number seven. I had to make sure I wasn't on number six. At number seven, I have NECA. Um, I'd say this is, like, right now a perfect time to have her. I hope she stays with the Sparks. Um, personally, I hope she stays there, but I have a feeling they're not going to end up re-signing her. I'm not sure why. I just have the feeling that they won't. Um, but whichever team does get her is definitely going to be, like, um, a top team, in my opinion. Okay, at the number eight spot... Um, ESPN has Tina Charles at number eight for who is last playing for the Seattle Storm. I I don't know why I have that written down. I feel like she was just playing for the Phoenix Mercury. Um, but they have Tina Charles at number eight. No, who do you she, have? She was she was playing for the Storm. She was okay. I couldn't uh, remember. She, 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 well, she she started with the Mercury. She was supposed to be a teammate with Grinder and right, and, um, right, okay. That's right. That's right. Okay, so last playing with the Seattle Storm. Um, so who do you have at number eight? I have uh, McCowan. Perfect, I do too. <laughs> I didn't want to drop her down too low because she is like a really talented player. I mean, obviously in college she was unstoppable. Um, but even for Dallas right now, I'd say she does need to get a little bit more consistent though. That's the reason I have her a little bit lower. Um because I feel like she needs to be a little bit more consistent, but she's still really young, and she definitely has a bright future ahead of her. What about you? What are your thoughts on her? Well, every time I watch the Dallas Wings, she doesn't perform that well, but I watch her <laughs> to watch Enrique and Kumbawale, but whenever I don't watch her, she has the, her better performances. <laughs> so, uh, if, you're, if you're a Dallas Wings fan, I guess just well, you, they better just hope I don't watch the Dallas Wings. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I agree. I'd say a little bit more consistency from her, and then I definitely have her a little bit higher up on the list, personally. Okay, at the number nine spot, ESPN has NECA at number nine. I don't understand why she's so low. Um, but who do you have at number nine? Emma Nieseman. Okay. Oh, that's right. You haven't said her yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got her there uh, simply because from what I've seen from her throughout this um this past season is that she fills a very good role for the sky and like you said she doesn't get talked about enough for because of the other players that they have but every, every time i watch the yeah the sky play and i see her i think to myself wow she actually plays a good fit or sorry a good role within the chicago sky organization for the team around Candace parker so I'm curious what she could do for another team. Maybe yeah. could, can she play a bigger role? So I'll be curious to know if she wants to play a bigger role and what team would that be? Right. I agree with you. I feel like she's always been in a spot where she's always like in the middle type of player, right? Because for Washington, obviously, there was Elena Deladon and Natasha Cloud when she was playing for them. Those were the big names. And then there was her. 
last year for Chicago, obviously Candace Parker and Courtney Vandersloot are the main names, and then there's her. So it'd be interesting to see if whichever team does sign her, if she ends up taking on like a, a star role or if she ends up staying in the middle. But I feel like that just uh, depends on what team actually signs her. So. Okay, at number 10, I personally did not understand this very much, and this is no hate whatsoever, but um, at number 10, ESPN has Ezzy Magbagor. Um, I personally did not understand that too much. She plays for the Seattle Storm. Um, I know she's only 23, but who do you have at number 10? Not her. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Maria <laughs> uh, Marbury. Okay, I... Oh, wait, did I even say my number nine? I didn't even say my uh, number nine. Wait, did you oh, said yours, right? Yeah, yeah, you I said Emma Smith. I forgot. Yeah. Mine was Marina Mabry, or however you say it. I always say your name wrong. I had her at number nine. Okay. I can't believe I forgot to say that. So you have her at number 10? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, I have her at number 10. Okay. Why, um... She was, um, she's number 12 on the ESPN's list, so why do you have her at number 10? Um, well, there's a thing that I noticed in the NBA is that they need a pest. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't mind the pest, but the difference between those pests and Brianna Marbury is that she actually puts up a good amount of points. Yeah. For a pest. <laughs> and so, I mean, almost every time I watch a game or see a highlight of her, she... She somehow gets underneath other. She gets underneath um, a player's skin. Yeah. And they look like they're about to fight. So <laughs> I value those players on a team. And she gives you production. She's more than just a pest. She actually, yeah, she averaged what thirteen point six points. Yeah. So I think it's very productive. I think she could. Honestly, I would, I would, I would stay with the uh, Dallas Wings about her, but who knows. No, I completely agree with you, and I'm going to speak on her a little bit since I forgot to you on the last time. But um, with her, I think part of that uh, is because growing up, she has, I'm pretty sure it's two sisters. I know one of them uh, is playing in college right now, and I think, I mean, I can speak on this because I have two sisters as well, but part of my like defensive pressure and um, aggressiveness comes from playing with my sisters. I know I'm obviously the older one, but I mean, that's happens with Liv all the time. And so I can kind of like uh, compare, I can uh, relate to her a little bit, but I completely agree with what you're saying about being a pest and all that. Um, at my number 10, I have Azura Stevens from the Chicago Sky. I have her a little bit higher than, uh, what ESPN has her. I personally think, um, okay, this is hard for me to talk about because Chicago Sky, I mean, they had Candace Parker and Stephanie Dolson, right? And then they also have Emma Meesman and Azura Stevens, who are all forwards. And so... Emma Beeson and Azura Stevens are those two in-between players. And so um, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure she was with the Wings before the Sky, if I recall correctly. But I just know that, like, she's such a great finisher around the basket. And she's also a good defender. And so I have her at number 10 in that case. And I hope she re-signs with the Sky because I feel like she played, like, a decent role when she was in. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. Whichever team gets her is going to get a good one from her. Okay, at the number... Right, right 11? Yeah, 11. 
At 11, ESPN has um, Han Zhao, <laughs> if I said that correctly. Um, she is currently with the New York Liberty, and she's super young. She just got into the WNBA. She's only 23. Who do you have at number 11? I got Diana Taurasi. Okay. Let's see her. Why? <laughs> Honestly, I just feel like I have to put her name down because she's Diana Taurasi. And... Um, I don't know. I, I, if if she does go anywhere else, I think it'll be a shocker. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think she's going to stay with Phoenix, and she. I think the Phoenix Burger are going to do everything it takes to get her as much help as possible. So they're not. I don't see them value many draft picks soon. So they're going to sign her because she's still a good player on the offensive end, not on the defensive end anymore. That's <laughs> that, that's not that's not existing anymore. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, her decision, I think it's going to be simple. But of course, there's a possibility of a shock, so. Right, I completely yeah. agree with you, but I don't see her going anywhere else, personally. Um, at my number 11 spot, I have Tina Charles. I have her way lower than what you had her at. Um, but uh, I would just say I feel like... Um, you kind of said this too, but um, her age definitely, in my opinion, got to her a little bit in this last season. I'm, inter- I'm interested to see if that will still affect her going into this season or if um, obviously a long off season is going to like prevent um, prevent something like that from happening again. I mean, even though uh, last season her age affected her, she was still getting like double doubles constantly. So she's still like a, a really strong and tough player. Um, but I just put her at number 11 because I don't know for sure, like, what we're going to get from her, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, at number 12 on ESPN, uh, it's Marina Mabry. Um, who do you have at number 12? I got Alicia Clark. Okay, yes, awesome. Why do you have her at number 12? Honestly, uh, just because this past year... She went down from 38% to 30% from three. Mm-hmm. But despite that, um, she shot, I think, like 62%, no, 63% on uh, two-point attempts. So she's very efficient from within the uh, three-point line. So I'm curious to know if this was just a, a down year from three. Maybe she might come back and, you know, shoot better from the three because of all teams that need better three-point shooting is the Washington Mystics. Yeah. You know, I agree with you on that. I don't have her at number 12, but I have her at number 13. Um, I definitely have her higher because, okay, with the Washington Mystics, she was still, like, a really key player for them. I know for the Mystics, um, Shakira Austin played amazing. I, I'll just get that out of the way. She's an amazing player. Um, but also key key things were, like, Elena Deladon, right? Because I'm pretty sure, um, if I can remember correctly... I keep getting a bit confused between college and now, but um, this was her first season back from injury, right? Or from, not injury, but from sitting out, if I remember correctly. Um, And so eyes were really on her, but Alicia Clark played um, a very key piece, and she's an incredible defender, and she continues to be an incredible defender as well. So I could see um, teams that also need defense could also end up signing her as well. Um, but for my number 12 spot, um, ESPN doesn't even have her on the list, which I don't understand, is Courtney Williams. Um, she is was currently with the Atlanta Dream. Um, reason I have her at number 12, she's an impressive player in general. 
Um, I know she has a, uh, uh, what are those called? I am a detail. A Kobe Bryant, like, broke down one of her games. I loved watching that. That was pretty neat. Um, but Courtney Williams, she's an, uh, an incredible leader. I like watching her game because she's, like, uh, she demands the court really well, and her mid-range is very smooth. This, uh, this season, it wasn't as smooth as it normally is. Um, so I highly, I think that she'll definitely be stepping that back up again. Um, I think one key thing that she needs to improve is her three-point shooting because she doesn't shoot that many threes. Um, but personally, I don't understand why she's not on this list. Like, she's a key player anywhere she goes. So that's why I have her at number 12. Okay. At number 13, we have Azura Stevens on the ESPN list. Who do you have at number 13? Mine, number 13, didn't even make this list as well. Uh, it's Kia Nurse. Okay. Uh, I, was this, I was this close to putting her on the list. She didn't make it for me, but I completely agree with that. I just think that she provides enough offense for if you need a role player, Kia Nurse is that person. She provides, I think, a good amount of defense. So, you know, you get the offense, you get the defense, you're looking for a good role player. Maybe uh, someone like the, I don't know, New York Liberty, if they get mm-hmm. the star players. I think they'll be great fit there. But I also don't see her uh, leaving Phoenix because, like I said, Phoenix is going to do everything to win right now for Diana Taurasi. Right. I completely agree with you. She, unfortunately, did not make my list, which is crazy to say how much, like, star power is in free agency this year. Like, it's insane, because if you don't even have Kia Nurse making your list, then what the heck? That is crazy. Um, I already said my number 13 spot is Alicia Clark. I already spoke on her as well, but I think wherever she goes is going to be interesting for sure. Okay, uh, the number 14 spot on ESPN is Diana Taurasi for the Phoenix Mercury. I know you already have her down. Um, who do you have at number 14? Han Akzu. Okay. Yeah, I have no clue how to pronounce her name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I pronounced it worse than you just did. So. <laughs> but um, from the Liberty games that I've watched, I feel like she was actually a really good backup center. And mm-hmm. now that the uh, Liberty have John Cole Jones and Stephanie Dolson, who is also another really good backup center, I don't see the Liberty holding on to her. Yeah. So maybe, let's just say Brianna Jones stays with Connecticut. Maybe she can be the backup center over in Connecticut. True. It also depends if Courtney Williams stays. Right. Right, I can see that. I could also even see her, like, going to Indiana, because I don't think Indiana really has a center. Well, I, I, if anything, they're, they're about to draft one. Right, true. They're going to they're gonna have uh, some tough draft picks, for sure. But um, uh, she's. I definitely don't see her staying with the uh, Liberty. Um, I think she's definitely going somewhere. I just don't know where. <laughs> At my number 14 spot, I have Diana Taurasi. There's no way she would fall off the list for me. Um, I just have her down a little bit lower because I personally see her staying with Phoenix. So I feel like players that I feel like are we think are going to stay with teams drop a little bit in free agency because they don't play. 
I don't know how to explain this very well, but they don't play that big of a factor in free agency if there's a pretty good chance that they're going to stay with the team that they're already in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, um, last spot. At the number 15 spot for ESPN is Alicia Clark, down so low. Um, who do you have as the last spot, number 15? Well, unfortunately, you and I think alike. Courtney Williams. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I, you kind of touched on it. Her mid-range is really good. I think she's decent from three. I also think she's a good enough of a passer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't. Say, I don't know if I would call her a great passer, but she's good enough to, if you need, if you if you're looking for some kind of facilitator, I think she'll fit and she'll put up her fair share of points. Definitely, I agree. I agree with that for sure. So my number fifteen spot was very questionable, and this was a really hard decision for me because I was going between. Um, I almost put Kia Nurse on there, like you had said. I even was thinking of. Who else was I thinking of? Um, some players that, like, didn't make the list, which actually I'll just go over that afterwards because I don't want to name everybody now. But um, who I put on there was Jordan Canada. So she's currently with the Sparks. <laughs> I see your reaction to that. Um, so Jordan Canada is a really impressive player. Like, I love watching her play. And this last season, there was, like, no talk about her at all she wasn't producing very much um but I know that she still has like a ton of skill and I feel like after this type of season that she just had um I feel like she's gonna come back and like prove herself because when she played for Seattle there was a lot of talk about her a, with Seattle star player Brianna Stewart, Joloy, Sue Bird, lots of talk when she was playing for the Sparks just now not very much so I kind of see her almost like a revenge season almost to get her name back out there again. So I have Jordan Canada at number 15. <laughs> Man, why? I can't believe I forgot her. I really did. I know. So personally for me, I had to write down every single player in free agency to make sure I put the correct people on the list because so much power in everything. Um, but a couple of the players that we didn't mention at all that I'm just going to mention a little bit, we could speak on that, um, didn't make the top 15 list that are still very talented. Um, Isabel Harrison, I'm pretty sure she's still with the wings right now. Um, but is a, yeah, Isabel Harrison, I wrote her down because she always puts up like a decent amount of numbers. She's always between like, um, eight to ten points, uh, six to eight rebounds. She's always up there in the stats, and I also feel like she's a very good defensive player as well. What are your thoughts on her? Uh, I can't. I, I agree with what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then also another player that didn't make the list. I kind of spoke on her earlier, but Allie Quigley too, a knockdown shooter for sure. Obviously, one was it two or three? I'm pretty sure it was two back-to-back three-point contests, so I think it was two. I feel like I'm getting that wrong, though. Um, But Allie Quigley is, like, because what makes her so deadly is, obviously, she's a knockdown three-point shooter, right? But she also has, like, a very good mid-range as well, so she pump fakes from three, everybody's going to jump on that, and then a tough mid-range slash floater game. So I'm interested to see where she ends up going or if she resigns with the sky. Um, okay, another player, um, 
I almost I was debatable on writing her down. Christy Tolliver. Um, she is considered a vet. Uh, I'm pretty sure I don't know exactly, so I'm just gonna put out there where I think she is. I think she's with the Sparks. Um, but um, she's still really clutch. I'm pretty sure she had uh either like a game winner this last season or something. But um, wherever she goes, she's gonna bring a really high IQ and obviously being a point guard. Um, I would like to see her, uh, getting downhill more. I don't think, I think she's like, she's a good shooter. That's what I'm trying to say. She's a good shooter. Um, but I like to see her get downhill more personally. Um, and then one last player I'm going to mention, never talked about at all, but I loved watching her play. Rebecca Gardner. So I, uh, shoot, I'm pretty sure she was with the sky as well. Um, she is really impressive, and she is super young, and I think wherever she goes, she's gonna make, like, a really good presence for herself, because, um, she was, yep, she was with the sky, I remember now, because she was always coming in for Courtney Vandersloot, and normally with backup point guards, when you have such a star point guard, and you have, and you put in, like, a backup, um, normally there's not much talent behind that person, if that's making sense. But Rebecca Gardner, like, when she got in the game, she was impacting the game. She's a great shooter. She can uh, attack downhill. She's a good defender as well. So she definitely has um, a well-rounded game, and I can only imagine that she evolved over the years. So I'm interested to see where she's going. But, yeah, those were a couple names I wrote down. Do you have any additional ones? I know I didn't say this before the podcast, or you weren't. (laughs) But, um, yeah, do you have any additional ones? Well, you said one of the ones earlier, and I can't help but to say it. It's Allie Quickly. Um, she's a knockdown shooter. I feel like if you're a past first point guard, she's the kind of person you want on your team. Yeah. And I know I, I know I said this about the Mystics, about they need three-point shooting. Well, they need Allie Quickly. She <laughs> can knock down a three. Yeah, I hear you on that. And uh, Rebecca Garner, <clears throat> I, when I think of her, I also think of um, Rihanna January a good backup point guard, which I feel like a lot of teams need. And so if if you have a good solid point guard, I feel like she'd be a great backup. She, she might be even a, a decent starter. Yeah, that was a great comparison. That was a good one. Okay, do you have anybody else? Uh, let's see. Uh, is, is Liz Cambage going to come back? <laughs> So, I have her name written down, um, but I don't know for sure. I didn't want to mention it because um, she's definitely questionable. I know for sure she had announced that she was out for the rest of the season last year. Um, There are, from what I've seen, um, and I've been looking everywhere lately, um, I haven't seen anything about her actually coming back. But if she does, um, wherever she goes makes a huge impact because she's such... She's an incredible player. It's just hard because she, um, I'm not judging her at all, but she just doesn't play too much. But when she does play, she's got a huge impact. Yeah. Well, I know we talked about NECA, and I know her sister is also free agent, Shanae. Yes. And so I'm very curious to know where she goes if she decides to leave the Sparks. I don't think she will. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's going to, I mean, I, I, well, if, if Mecca stays, I think she's going to want to continue to play with her, with her sister. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I think Shanae has had injuries, so I think she's very comfortable with the role coming off the bench. 
And also, I hear from her a lot on NBA Today. I watch that show every day, and I love watching her break down film. So I'm very curious to know where she goes if she decides to leave. I agree with you. She is such a great reporter. I love listening to her as well, seeing her videos all the time and everything. She's awesome. Okay, so do you have anybody else? Because if not, we can move on to some of the trades and, yeah, some of the trades. Oh, wait, Sammy Whitcomb's a free agent? Oh, my goodness. Did I write her down? Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, I must have skimmed over her name. I did not realize that. <laughs> Dang. I, I, I just, I just ran from this little oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, because she's somebody that wow. brings an intense energy to the floor. Like, anytime she's in the game, energy goes up automatically. Knockdown shooter. Um, she's somebody that isn't really talked about, but her energy is unmatched. I noticed the better the Liberty are. And it, it's a funny thing with the Liberty. Every time they do well, like, they go on these, like, crazy winning streaks where they, like, win in their line. And I think, wow, Sabrina's awesome. They got nice role players. And then after that, they lose uh, six of their last seven. I'm like, oh, great. No, it's gone yet. And so the more would come plays, the, I think the better they are. Yeah, I agree. She's, she's actually a pretty underrated. She, she's an underrated shooter from three. Definitely, I completely agree with you on that. That's for sure. She's definitely underrated. And somebody who's um wait, let me just make sure she's actually free agent. Yeah, um somebody that I like compared to her is Sophie Cunningham, who's currently with the Mercury still. But I feel like she's a similar player to Sammy Whitcomb. Obviously, she doesn't have the IQ and vet knowledge that Sammy does. But Sophie Cunningham brings an intense energy. She's also a free agent. I personally don't see her going anywhere else either than Phoenix, but it could happen. You never know. (laughs) I love. Okay, so next, I feel like I could talk about free agency all day about all the stars, but I feel like we need to move on. Um... (laughs) But I think we can go into some of the trades. Um, I, let's get to the big one first. Obviously, the John Quill Jones trade. So I'll break down what each team got and everything. So um, it was a three-way trade between the New York Liberty, the Connecticut Sun, and the Dallas Wings. The New York Liberty received John Quill Jones from Connecticut, and they also received Kayla Thornton from Connecticut. The Connecticut Sun received Rebecca Allen, Tayasha Harris, and the number six pick in this year's WNBA draft. And then the Dallas Wings received Natasha Howard and Crystal Dangerfield. So which team do you think personally won the trade? Out of all three teams, which team do you think won the trade? The team... Yeah. So, a one that can rebound, she can post up, 
hit the fadeaway, do a post hook, hit, hit the mid-range shot, can hit the three. So I think this is exactly what the Liberty needed. I agree with you on that. For me, I feel like this is a tough one because you have to look at what each team gave up and what each, what each team received as well. So I'm personally, I'm going to say the New York Liberty won the trade as well, but I feel like Dallas Wing, the Dallas Wings are right there in, um, in the trade. Like, they're right there. Um, because I, from what I'm looking at, they only gave up Tyasha Harris, but they also received Natasha Howard and Crystal Dangerfield. So they received a lot without giving up too much, um, if that makes sense. So I feel like New York definitely, in my opinion, won the trade, but right, like, it's this close. Dallas Wings is right behind them. So. Okay. Um, Dallas definitely got some. No, I agree with you. Natasha Howard, um, she's she played well last season, um, just a little inconsistent, but uh, I feel like she can definitely help out Dallas for sure. Okay, so um, another trade. This was a smaller one, not too much talked about, but this was a trade between the Atlanta Dream and the Indiana Fever. The Atlanta Dream received Danielle Robinson, and the Indiana Fever received Christy Wallace, and I'm pretty sure something else. I just don't have it written down. Um, but I would say this one, there's not too much to speak on. I don't know Christy Wallace that well, so I can't really speak on her. Um, I know Danielle Robinson's a vet point guard, and so anywhere she goes, she's going to bring a good IQ to the game. Do you know anything about Christy Wallace? Because I feel terrible saying this, but I don't. Uh, I'm with you. I don't either. I'm going to be completely honest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the one of the other biggest trades, recent biggest trades, um, was between the Los Angeles Sparks and, again, the Connecticut Sun. Connecticut is involved in everything right now. Um, but the Los Angeles Sparks received Jasmine Jones, who is a really key player, and also a first-round pick in this year's draft. The Connecticut Sun received a bunch of younger players um, in Jasmine Walker, Kiana Smith, and Olivia Nelson-Adota. So what are your thoughts on this one? I feel like everybody can kind of have a different perspective on this, so I want to hear yours. Uh, it looks just shocking to me because Connecticut Sun were in the finals, and I'm surprised they're making too many moves. Um, they got better or worse. I mean, I, really, I mean, they closed Jones, so I don't know Brianna Jones. I, I don't feel about this. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. They're giving up so much. Um, yes, they're receiving a bunch of younger players, and I know obviously they got, I'm going to have to flip back, dang it, they got the number six pick in the draft, so they're going to receive another young player. Um, and I just recently, I didn't want to give this out, but you know what? I kind of feel like it. Um, hang on. I have so much. I just did. So I have, um, at number six, I redid my WNBA mock draft, which I'm going to have another podcast about that, probably my next podcast. But I have Jordan Horston. <laughs> I know, I'm excited for that one. I have Jordan Horston going number six um, from Tennessee. She has, um, since Tennessee's back on the uprise again, she's been playing really well. And so um, for Connecticut, if they can receive Jordan Horston, I feel like that would be a pretty good ad for them. But Olivia Nelson-Odota is a really good player. I mean, she played a key, re- key 
role for the Sparks this last season, even with NECA and Chinea Agumake both playing. So, um, But I personally think the Sparks did win this trade. Even though Jasmine Thomas was hurt this last season, Jasmine Thomas brings, like, um, she brings something different to the court. And she I feel like she just does everything well. So I think the Sparks won that trade personally. Okay, so next trade we have again between the Los Angeles Sparks and the Las Vegas Aces. This one's an interesting one. So for the Sparks, they received Dierica Hamby and um, the twenty uh, a first round pick in twenty twenty four's draft, and the Las Vegas Aces received Amanda Zowie B. And I always say her name wrong. Um, <laughs> And she, they also received the um, a second round draft pick in next year's draft, twenty twenty four as well. So, what are your thoughts on this one? Because I'm not too sure what to think about it. Um, well, I think more because I think Hamby, she makes. I'm curious how tall she is. You broke up on me a little bit right there. Can you say what you just said again? Um, I'm curious to know, one, how tall she is. <clears throat> I just so happen to have, or I, I don't have it, my aunt does. My aunt happened a picture of Hamby putting her elbow on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. When, when she, I, I, I watched Outside of good finish, I don't know if the Sparks need more finisher. That's a very interesting move. If anything, I thought the Sparks would need um, some shooter or uh, George Blank guard. Basically, coin and out quickly both. <laughs> um, I'm very curious to know um, how this works. Yeah, I agree with you. Um... I personally wasn't expecting this, um, especially for the Sparks. And I know they obviously just received uh, Jasmine Thomas as well, but I wouldn't really consider her a shooter, to be honest. I mean, obviously, she's an all-around player. She can do everything, but she isn't like con- she isn't a, a top shooter in the game, is what I would say. Um, so I agree with you on that, and I have no clue how tall she is. I'd have to find out, actually. <laughs> Okay, um, last one I have written down, which is perfect because we're coming, um, sh- coming up on an hour here, which is crazy. I feel like we just started, <laughs> but um, was between the Dallas Wings and the Atlanta Dream. So this was a little interesting, but the Dallas Wings received the number three pick in this year's draft, and they also received a first round pick in the in the twenty twenty five draft. The Atlanta Dream received Alicia Gray. This one is interesting, and I want to hear your thoughts. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, I remember did it wrong, and I think you said Diamond Shields was going to be the third pick. I don't think the Wings are, sorry, yeah, I don't think the Wings are going to use that third on her. Yeah. I'm very curious of, one, your mock draft after that, after this, and, um, Sorry, what was the other team? Um, the Atlanta Dream. The Atlanta Dream. 
I feel like they get with this move. I really do. Yeah, I see what I'm you're sorry, saying. Who's the player's name? I, I, I have a brain. <laughs> no, you're good. Alicia Gray. Okay, yeah. I think Alicia Gray is a good addition. She brings a good amount of defense. I think she'll, you know, put some points on the board. It's someone who could help out Natasha Howard a little bit. Despite Natasha Howard and how good she was as a rookie, she still has room to grow, and she could use other teammates that can hoop. Yeah. I agree with you. Alicia Gray is an underrated player in the WNBA for sure. Um, obviously, she performed excellent at um, the, I'm pretty sure it's FIBA 3-on-3 three three is where um, she's really got her name out there from. But um, I feel like the Atlanta Dream had a good one for sure, whoever got Alicia Gray. And then um, Dallas obviously getting the number three pick. Um, so it's been interesting, but it's been between Diamond Miller and Haley Jones on that. So whoever they do get, it's a guard still in which Dallas gave up a guard. So either way, they're getting a guard. Um, most most likely, unless something changes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think both teams won that trade, to be honest. I'd say it was a pretty fair trade overall. So I liked that one. But that's all that has happened so far in um, free agency and trades. So I'm interested to see um, really what comes next. I It's been crazy, again, all the star power in free agency. Um, but, yeah, do you have anything else to say before we wrap this up? Um, yeah, um, one thing. How many points did you score in your, in, in your last game before, before today? Oh, my goodness. I had 42. <laughs> 42 points in my game. Um, I had one tonight, and then my game yesterday, I had 42. <laughs> 42 points. Man, you are balling. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm just excited for playoffs coming up soon. We actually have our last regular season game on Friday, which is crazy. The season has blown by. Oh, wow. The season's that short? Yeah, super short. Started in November, and... Uh, um, playoffs go until the end of february so technically it still sounds like we got a long time but we really don't because it's not too many games in playoffs plus if you lose you're done so yep thanks yeah well i really appreciate you um coming on here with me i know i had a lot of fun and uh speaking free agency i know he uh bryce is always like sending me messages about what's going on in WNBA women's college basketball. And I always enjoy it because if I miss something, like, he's telling me. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, <laughs> and also, real fast, uh, Liv just came in the room. Liv wants to say hi real fast. We got the whole Hi, family. Bryce. <laughs> hey, Liv. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we're telling about the, uh, the podcast. I didn't actually think this would happen. <laughs> you know i would just say to be like oh, i would love to talk with tati and i didn't actually think it was good so thank you for <laughs> yeah oh, uh, and uh lily Yeah, because Lily was in here earlier. She came in at the very beginning. <laughs> so oh. he's seen all three of us now. Oh. But, yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. It was awesome. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Bryce, thank you again so much for coming on. I had a blast. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast on free agency and the trades that have happened. Interested to see what happens next. But Bryce, thank you again. And that wraps up episode 109 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. See you guys next time. What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 111 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. Today, I have some incredible information for you guys. I'm going to be going over the WNBA free agency. And since the last time I talked to you guys, um, we didn't know much about what was going on. But man, oh man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Or today for some of you guys that are listening. (laughs) Um, But first things first, I'm going to talk about my basketball season. Um, Right now, we just finished the regular season, and next week, um, aka this upcoming week, we are in state playoffs. We got a first-round bye, so we're technically in the second round right now, but for us, it's our first game in the playoffs, which is really exciting, and I'm so excited. I know it's going to be super competitive. It's going to be a lot of fun, and looking to win a state championship, that's for sure, and also to let you guys know I also won co-region co-region player of the year in my region which is a pretty big award for a freshman and I'd say that's a pretty awesome I know I am super appreciative to all the people that have helped me on my journey so far um I also got first team all region so super exciting things and definitely a lot more to come and I appreciate all you guys um uh, that are on my journey so far so now getting into the podcast things I'm gonna go through the WNBA free agency like I said I'm gonna go from um what at the beginning all the way to like what happened now and then at the end I think there were some trades that actually happened today so I'll be going over those as well at the end but to start off I'm gonna list the player their previous team and now their new team and or if they re-signed with their team so one of the first player the first player in free agency to actually make a decision was Brittany Sykes she was previously with the Los Angeles Sparks and she is now with the Washington Mystics in my opinion she was an underrated free agent I know I might have mentioned my her name when we were talking about uh free agency with Bryce um but I don't remember for sure I know I didn't have her ranked but she is a lengthy player and she's a good shooter overall so I think that's a great pickup for the Washington Mystics um, another player is Lexi Brown. She re-signed with the Los Angeles Sparks. I'm definitely looking to see some more from her this season. Um, I know coming into the league, she was a bigger name, but she hasn't really played as much, so I'm looking forward to her. And some of the biggest news of everything is Brianna Stewart. And her previous team was obviously the Seattle Storm, and she decided to sign with the New York Liberty. So New York Liberty... Um, after Brianna Stewart signed, she, they, uh, have a new big three in Sabrina Ionescu, Brianna Stewart, and John Kowal Jones, and you can't forget about Benajah Laney, who is an incredible player, and so New York Liberty are stacked, that's for sure. Okay, another player is Stephanie Talbot. She was previously with the Seattle Storm, another player leaving the Storm, unfortunately, and um, she has all has now signed with the Los Angeles Sparks. I feel like that's a great pickup for the Sparks. Talbot is um, a player that is literally never talked about, but she does a little bit of everything. She also plays great defense. 
Uh, Tierra McCowan, she decided to re-sign with the Dallas Wings, which I feel like that's a... Uh, that's really important for the Wings because, obviously, I talked about her in our previous episode, but she is a young player who is obviously tall, lengthy, still learning the game a little bit, um, but she is very smart, a very smart player. Okay, next with some news, um, super, I would just say um, surprising news, Candace Parker Previously played for the Chicago Sky, now signed with the Las Vegas Aces. Can you believe that? So the Las Vegas Aces now have Candace Parker, Asia Wilson, Chelsea Gray, and Kelsey Plum. Isn't that, like, insane? I think it is. And they also have Jackie Young as well. I knew I was forgetting somebody in there. But that... Las Vegas Aces and New York Liberty are going to be a showdown, that's for sure. Uh, Another player is Christy Tolliver, previously with the Los Angeles Sparks. She decided to go back to Washington, back home. She's now back in Washington. Um, I think that's awesome for the Mystics because Christy Tolliver is a great player for their franchise. And obviously now Brittany Sykes is there. You still have Elena Deladon, uh, Natasha Cloud. So that will definitely be really good. Next player, Alicia Clark. I had her ranked um, on my top 15 previously with the Washington Mystics. She decided to sign with the Las Vegas Aces. So now think of that, adding Alicia Clark to that roster. Oh my goodness. Um, Aces are pretty much stacked, that's for sure. Um, I had Kayla George, previously played for the Dallas Wings, now signed with the Las Vegas Aces. Um, Kayla George, I don't know too much about her, so I'm not going to speak on it. And then two players that re-signed to the Atlanta Dream were Nia Coffey and AD, Asia Durr. They both re-signed, which is pretty good for the Dream. And then another player that re-signed was Shatori Walker-Kimbrough. She re-signed to the Mystics, and I like her game. I really like watching her. Um, She does a little bit of everything as well. Also, Erica Wheeler, who previously played for the Atlanta Dream, decided to sign and go um, to the Indiana Fever, and if I can remember correctly, I'm pretty sure she was on the Indiana Fever previously as well, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, Erica Wheeler, we'll see what she does. Some big news is Allie Quigley. She plays for the Chicago Sky, but she decided to sit out this season, which I was a little bit surprised because I thought that she was going to be leaving somewhere else personally, but um, she decided to um, sit out this season, which we hope she like everything's okay with her and everything. There was no specific reasons mentioned why. Um, so that was a little bit interesting. Two more players that re-signed with the Los Angeles Sparks are the Agwumake sisters, Neka and Shanae Agwumake. They, um, it's not official official yet, but it's official that they're re-signing with the Sparks. Um, Maya Caldwell, she was previously on the Atlanta Dream, now heading to the Indiana Fever. Courtney Vandersloot, you guys won't believe this, previously on the Chicago Sky, which now everybody has left the sky just about, is now on the New York Liberty. Can you believe it? The New York Liberty now have Courtney Vandersloot, Brianna Stewart, Jean-Claude Jones, Sabrina Ionescu, and Benajah Lini. That's literally insane. So, like I said, this New York Liberty and Las Vegas Aces matchup is going to be unreal. I can't wait for those. Okay, next, uh, two more re-signs. Natisha Heideman 
re-signed with the Connecticut Sun, which is pretty big. I actually thought she was going to go somewhere else, so that's great for the Sun. And Sophie Cunningham re-signed with the Phoenix Mercury. She brings incredible energy to the floor every time. Kia Nurse, she is leaving the Phoenix Mercury and is heading to Seattle. She's on the Seattle Storm now, which I actually think that's a great signing for Seattle because Kia Nurse has never really been in that superstar role, and she definitely will have to now. Obviously, she's alongside with Jewel Lloyd, but now that Brianna Stewart's gone and Sue Bird's retired, she's going to um, have to fill some pretty big shoes. Azura Stevens from the Chicago Sky, she's leaving too. Oh my goodness, so many players leaving from Chicago. And she's heading to L.A. I think L.A. is going to be an underrated team for sure this year. They're getting some pretty big um, offseason pickups, that's for sure. Um, two re-signees are Bridget Carlton and Lindsay Allen. They re-signed with the Minnesota Lynx. Elizabeth Williams is leaving Washington and is heading to Chicago. Sammy Wickham is leaving New York Liberty, which is um, a little bit surprising, but is now heading back to the Seattle Storm, which I actually think she'll play a bigger role in Seattle. So that might be pretty good. And then a player who is was not in the WNBA recently, but she was in the, um, I think it was called the Euro League, is if I'm saying this correctly, but she played amazing, Arella Gorent. Curantis, I think is how you say her last name, but she's actually signing with the Seattle Storm as well, and most players have been, or most people have been really excited to watch her play, so it'll be interesting to see what she does in the league this year. I think she's definitely going to do something. It'll just be interesting to see what. Um, Courtney Williams is leaving Connecticut and is heading to Chicago, and her and Kalia Copper actually got into it last year. They actually fought a little bit, so it's interesting and pretty cool to now see them as teammates, so that's pretty neat. Um, Rue Machida is, is, I'm sorry, Rue Machida is re-signing with the Washington Mystics. Isabel Harrison is no longer in Dallas. She is now in Chicago. Crystal Dangerfield is leaving the New York Liberty and is heading to Dallas, which that's actually a pretty, that's a great pickup for their, the Dallas Wings. And Ezzy Magbagor, she decided to re-sign with the Seattle Storm, which for some reason um, ESPN had her really high up in those rankings and I didn't even have her, or did I? I'm not sure if I had her up there and if I did, it was pretty low. So that's a pretty, uh, pretty good Resign, and it should be interesting to see what she does this year, especially after ESPN having her those that high up. Two more resigns for the Minnesota Lynx are Demiris Dantes and Nicolina Milic. They both resigned again with the Minnesota Lynx, and I like Demiris Dantes. She's definitely underrated. Um, and then Tiffany Mitchell is leaving the Indiana Fever and is heading to Minnesota. So Minnesota also got some pretty good pickups. Um, this year so far. Okay, so now I have to pull it up on my phone if it will ever load. Um, and I know that there were two more trades that happened, and let's get to it. Is it on here? So, one trade was Diamond to Shields. She is actually got, the deal isn't complete officially, but it's most likely that Diamond to Shields is getting traded from the Phoenix Mercury to the Dallas Wings, 
which is pretty interesting. Um, and I'm pretty sure, if I remember collect- correctly, it was for Marina Mabry, who is like a who is really good. Um, and so that will be pretty interesting trade if it actually comes through. But I think Marina Mabry is a great pickup for the Phoenix Mercury. And honestly, this is a pretty fair trade overall. Um, also, another free agent that I did not mention was Jordan Canada. She re-signed with the Los Angeles Sparks. I think that's a really big um, re-sign. And then also there was a trade that happened with Amanda Zowie B. Um, she had gotten traded from L.A. Sparks to the Las Vegas Aces, but the Las Vegas Aces made another trade with the Washington Mystics, in which now Amanda Zowie B is now with the Washington Mystics, and the Las Vegas Aces in return get the tw- a 2024 second round pick and a 2025 second round pick. So that's a little interesting, and I'm just scrolling through, making sure I didn't forget any resigns or anything. And then another trade that just happened um, just a couple of hours ago was um, between the Connecticut Sun and the Atlanta Dream, which this is an interesting one. Um, Atlanta Dream traded Tiffany Hayes, who is a great player. They traded her to the Connecticut Sun in return for the number six pick in the 2023 draft. So... That is really big news because this draft is so talented. But for me, as of my latest mock draft on um, January 30th, I have Elizabeth Kitley getting um, picked at number six from Virginia Tech. She's a center. So Atlanta Dream, we'll see who they end up getting at the number six pick. But overall, I mean, I like Tiffany Hayes as a player. I always have. And um, I think it's just interesting that Atlanta traded her. I was not expecting that whatsoever. Okay, so now we're going to just double check because I feel like I'm forgetting something on um, on uh, the free agency. I'm pulling it up on the ESPN website because I'm always, I always check this on a daily basis. Um, let's see. The New York Liberty have signed Sika Cone to a contract. And uh, Tiffany Hayes, yeah, we got that one down. And Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot officially signed their contracts on the 8th. And uh, Diana Taurasi on February 7th, uh, she said that she intends to re-sign with the Phoenix Mercury. Um, but there's a possibility she doesn't return to the only team she's played for during her. But there is a small potential thing that she might not resign. But it's um, most likely going to happen. The Las Vegas Aces re-signed Kia Stokes. And the Las Vegas Aces also re-signed Sydney Colson. See, that's why I go over this. Uh, some re-signs that I didn't get uh, previously. And um, I'm pretty sure that is about it. I think I got everybody else. I know I said Natisha Heidemann, Tiffany Mitchell, Kian Nurse, Courtney Williams. Yep, I got through all these. So those were the... um, That is the free agency news so far, which has been insanely crazy. There was so much going on on the very first day with freaking Brianna Stewart and then Courtney Vandersloot. All that stuff going on. So that was all super hectic all at once. 
Um, so now that's all I had for you guys today. I know today was a shortened podcast. I'm going to have another one coming out um, early next week in which I really just wanted to have a one basically formally based off of WNBA free agency because I just feel like this stuff is so exciting and my next podcast will be on women's college hoops because I've been focusing a little bit more on the WNBA so I want to head back to the women's college hoops as we approach closer to March Madness literally next month it's so close I'm so excited so thank you guys all for tuning into today's episode. Make sure you share this with your friends as I'm working really hard. Also, make sure you follow my Instagram page at the Tatiana Harness Podcast as I post daily information on there, um, top performers of the day, stuff like that. So make sure you follow that. Again, thank you all for tuning in. That's all I have for you today. That wraps up episode 111 of the Tatiana Harness Podcast.